I was just reminiscing on my theatre days just now. <laughs> before a play, we'd have to get there an hour before. Warm up. Yeah. Warm the old arms and legs. Do a little shake out. Ooh, very Ooh, nice. Oh, very nice. Buttergitter, 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 buttergitter. Acti on as well. Oh. High acti on. Yeah. Get the old All vocal cords warmed up. Absolutely. And this is what I feel like today because we are recording in the evening the for a evening. The evening time. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Yes, we are recording in the evening now because, uh, well, I take full responsibility because I was too tired today following a quite energetic day yesterday. The question is, do you like baboons? No. (laughs) I think the general consensus is no. So we went to a safari park yesterday. Um, We should not tell your dad about it, by the way. No, don't tell dad because we went in my dad's car. Well, it's actually my mum's car, but it's my dad's hand-me-down. So uh, your dad buys something brand new after a couple of years, hands it down to your mum, buys the newest model. Totes. Happens with phones, cars. Uh, So yesterday we thought, do you know what, summer holidays, we're going to take Freddie somewhere exciting. Let's go and do something really fun. It turned out to be more fun than I anticipated, actually. It was excellent. So much fun. Uh, We went round Nosley Safari Park. So we went round in the car to start off with and we saw an ostrich or two, which, by the way, are just so impressive, aren't they, up up close? Massive unit of a bird. (laughs) Such a huge bird. And with you being into birds at the moment, Chris... I love a bird. You loved it. Uh, Yeah, and Freddie had the most amazing time when we got to the juncture by the monkeys and baboons where it says car safe lane and car... Not safe lane. Not safe lane. So obviously we went down the not safe of lane. Of course, but I was a bit, I was, I was a bit nervous because obviously we're in my dad's forward slash mum's car. Yes, it's an estate Passat from 2012, but still... It doesn't belong to us. It's not ours. So it said on the sign just outside the baboon entrapment. Oh yeah, what was what the was thing it? it said? It just said... No, it said your, your car will get damaged. Your car will get damaged in capital letters. So I was like, oh no, I don't know. Because we'd done this once before and our car was fine, wasn't it? It was a quiet day for baboons that day. So we had a chat to the man before we went in and he said, oh, you should be okay, but you really can't guarantee they might whip your windscreen wipers off or something like that. They might take a wiper. They might take a bit of trim off the side of your car. Probably a couple of scratches. No Mm. big deal, really. Nothing. The car in front of us had second thoughts and decided to go... Back yeah. down the safe route. But we had to do it because Fred's was desperate to see a baboon. So as soon as we <laughs> went in, this big old guy got up yeah, on the got, on the got... bonnet. And he was a big guy. I mean, it wasn't just like the cute little babies that were like hopping up. Anyway, and he just sat there, didn't he? And glared at us. <laughs> just stared, just stared. We'll have... And the car behind had two two of them on there copulating on the windscreen, yeah, didn't they? Just started <laughs> banging on the on the bonnet. <laughs> So the big fella's sat on uh, on our bonnet, and I'm thinking everything's going all right. And then he gives me a little look. Do you remember? Yes. I remember because I remember thinking, this guy's not going anywhere. No. He, d- he kind of settled in. He did. And 
He gives us a little look and then he just leans towards the trim <laughs> at the side of the car <laughs> and slowly pulls it out like like he's taunting us. Yeah. Pulls it out slowly, puts oh it in God. his mouth. And your reaction was hilarious because you started tapping on the window. I started trying to knock on the inside of the windscreen thinking, oh, you know, it was like, would, like would a little Would it be all right bird. if you... Yeah, if you... would you mind uh, popping that down? And he did not give a <laughs> shit. Oh my god! And he pulled the he pulled it off, didn't he? he pulled it off both sides, and uh, we were just like, fortunately, oh no. fortunately, he dropped the trim on top of the windscreen wipers, and I was just hoping to God. Yeah, because if you if you lose he, if the you trim, lose it, you can't get out of the car to pick it up. <laughs> so I was thinking, just leave it on the bonnet, and at least we can try and stick it back on after. <laughs> So he got off and then we're driving around and there's still loads and loads of families of baboons very close to the car. And, and I kept say, saying... You go, get out, go and get it. Go no, and get the I trim. I didn't say get out. I said, open the window, reach your arm. I'm just... not bloody putting my arm out the window in the middle of a baboon <laughs> land. So I was just thought, oh my God, if he could just get those trims in the car, we won't lose them. Anyway, as fortune would have it, as we pulled out of the uh, the monkey sanctuary and we came to the guys that had let us go in in the first place, they sort of came up and they, they assessed the car and they were like, oh, very good, you he did quite well. He put the well. trim back in for us, He put didn't the he? trim back in for us and it, the car was as good as new if I hadn't just rammed it into a plant pot. Last so week. the car looks exactly the same as yes. it did before, apart from all the baboon prints all over the bonnet. Which probably need a bit of explanation. But anyway, it was a fantastic experience. A lovely it? day out had by all. So tell everyone what we have uh, planned on the show today, because I know we have not done Grinds My Gears for a while, have we? Should we do it now? Let's do it. Roll the jingle. Roll the jingle. Tell me what's grinding your gears, mate. Tell me what's grinding your gears. Tell me what's grinding your gears, mate. All right. Tell us what's grinding your gears. Do you want to go first? Can I go first? Do you want to go go first? You go first. I'm going to rephrase that. Would you like to go first? Uh, No, you go first. Great. Okay. (laughs) So my one uh, happens every single time I drive the car. Okay. Other people that are listening will either detest it as much as me or they'll think, ah, I'm one of these people. Okay? Right, go on. Now, you're in a scenario where you can let someone out. Mm-hmm. Okay? You have a choice, A or B. You let them out or you don't let them out. Yeah, it's quite simple, isn't it? Quite simple. Then, if you do let them out, you have a choice between A and B. You can be arrogant about it or you cannot be arrogant about it. This mm-hmm. is where my beef lies. Okay. So I go, hey, after you, like that. I yeah, mouth yeah. it. I go, after you, like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, what grinds my gears <laughs> are the people that rest their hand on top of the steering wheel yeah. and simply use a finger <laughs> to guide you over. <laughs> you just lift one little finger. One little finger and they go, and they kind of go from the left to the right like this. Okay, and- so that's interesting. So it's not about not thanking you when when somebody comes out in front of you it's about it's about when you're coming out and somebody lets you go in front and how they wave you forward yeah so there's a couple of ways that very they do specific it. The, but the, i like it the the these people the yeah. the wavers let's call them right okay. so yeah. you've got like can't be bothered to take the hand off the wheel kind of thing yeah yeah okay. well, and if they do it's like a hurried kind of come on get on with it or yeah. 
you go, you go. It's yeah, like a yeah. wave like that. It's I'm like doing... a bit of an annoyance. Yeah, I hate it. Especially wow. if they're wearing sunglasses because they look extra evil, which oh, we've discussed yeah, evil before. Oh, yeah, evil sunglasses wearing. Yeah. So you double up wearing sunglasses in a car and a wavy finger. Oh, pet oh, hate. Oh, pet hate. I always let people out. Can I add an addendum? <laughs> yes. Right? When I do let someone out and they don't say thank you. Oh, I just, I don't understand what happened to me today, right today. And I, d- I don't get it. We've got a lane um, and it's literally one road of traffic. Yeah. And I waited, after I turned left, I waited for the guy to come all the way up oh, the yeah, lane. Oh, yeah, yeah, Did he thank you? No. No, didn't. Did he and wave? And he came really slowly. Oh. And, and took his time and then just didn't even thank me at the end. And I thanked him. I waved at him to try and encourage him. To, and then in the end, I just ended up thanking him for myself, which is just even oh. more irritating. Do you ever do that thing where he drives past, someone drives past and they haven't thanked you? And oh. you end up going, that's all right. Like that, just kind of to yourself. <laughs> yes. It's no a, problem, mate. Yeah, no problems. It's like what about though? Like, if we're going to stick to this, then what about when you are cruising the car park for a space? Go on. And you've spotted one, and then someone sneaks in there oh, just before you with with an arrogance as well. But Maybe. you know, you know, you know, when we were parking the car the other day, and you were indicating left for ages to park on the side of the road, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. and you pulled forward as a good reverse parker should do, Chris. And they came right up behind yes. me. Yes. So you'd pulled forward to be parallel to the car in front of the parking space, mm-hmm. so you could reverse park. Mm-hmm. And this lady who was behind us just hadn't paid Edged any attention me. whatsoever. She pulled right up. So of course, all the traffic's behind her. Chris can't. No, no room space. to reverse. So it was really annoying, wasn't it? I've had a moment of a little bit of a road rage there. I know. And then we had to just kind of let her go, didn't we? I don't get road rage that often. It's the lack of it's the lack of manners. Yeah, well, it's, it's the lack of awareness. The lack of lack of awareness. Like I've been indicating, why are you up my ass? Basically, yeah. uh, is yours a little bit more light-hearted? Well, do you know what? I was gonna. I, I ended up doing a bit of a grind, didn't I, with the parking space thing? But sorry, I'm just having a sip of my beer because we're recording in the evening. 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 Well, I'm on my non-alcoholic wine tonight, but... um, Oh, this is non-alcoholic beer as well. Look at us. Ooh, look at us. Non-alcoholic in the evening. We'll be back on it tomorrow, won't we, Thursday? I'll be back on it in half an hour. Um, (laughs) I'm back on it in half an hour. Sorry, that was a bit slow to the party there. Yeah, Um, tough crowd. So the the, the grind that I came up with, and it hasn't happened recently, but it was something that popped into my mind that we'd written down a while ago. Um... When you take a really nice bottle of wine to somebody's house, oh, I know where you're going, right? And right. then, and and you sort of you're taking it obviously as a gift, but you're really taking it so you, you want could, to drink you it. You want to drink it. You're not going to take them something you don't want to drink, or you shouldn't no. take somebody something that you don't want to drink because that's just rude. True that. So you take them a really nice bottle, and you hope that they'll be serving nice bottles, but you hope that you'll get to drink the one you've taken as well, or yeah. the two, or the six that we usually take. Yeah. <laughs> because because you want you really, really want to enjoy good wine and things like that. You want so- to enjoy what you like. So you take something that you like. Exactly. What I think is quite a good so move. So on the all I was gonna say was, Chris, quickly, so yeah. my grind is so on the occasion that you take a really nice bottle and it's squirreled away into a cupboard and out comes the cheaper bottle. Yeah. It's always a bit of a disappointment. Do you know what's a massive diss when you buy the nice bottle of wine and you give it to them, whoever yeah. these people are, yeah. and they'll go, oh, that's lovely, thank you. And you watch as they put it into the wine rack. Oh. It just disappears. Oh, well, it depends if it's a champs. If it's cold champs, I'm always hopeful yeah. that that'll get popped. Yeah. But like you say, if it's a red wine, mm, no, no, you might that's... just lose that baby. 
Yeah. No, I've, might just I, lose I've it. got the confidence nowadays to say, uh, should we crack that open then? The one that I, <laughs> the one that yeah. I bought. Well, we've been burnt. Yeah, we've, we've been learnt, burnt so much. We've learnt from the burns. Do you remember that? What about those people that bring a really, really crappy bottle of wine? Yeah. And then they just spend the whole night raiding your fridges. <gasps> Totes. I was like, oh, that looks nice. Oh, what can I get you? And then the answer is, oh, well, what, what you're having looks nice. What, the champagne that I've just opened? Oh, yeah, yeah but he does, does isn't it? Those, don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. That's, so that's, my, that's my bugbear. I don't know what the grind. rules are. Well, it depends how much you drink, of course, as well. Ever since COVID, especially, people are socialising for hours and hours and hours. Oh, yeah. So you need to bring everything you're going to drink, really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So if you turn up with your one and stay for nine hours... Not fair. That's not fair, is not it? Not fair on the hosts. Which is usually us. <laughs> it is, but we do like hosting, don't we? Oh, I love a good host. Tell us what's grinding your gears. <laughs> So the thing that I've noticed about baboons, Chris, oh is that God, they have... <laughs> we, we, uh, I thought we moved on from baboons. Why? Very interesting creatures. Especially their asses. They've got very weird asses. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I mean, this was, this was a point of great titillation yesterday uh, as we drove through the uh, baboons. What would you call it? San- uh... Not sanctuary is the wrong word, isn't it? But no. like baboons lair. That's wrong too. Park. Their hood. All right, I'll do. The baboon's hood. And <laughs> there were a lot of pink willies on display as well. <laughs> oh, they were just out. Yeah, compared to the rest of their body, it's just, it was It was. It intriguing. looks like they're all in like, they're all having prolapses all over the place, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just, it's not something that's catching that's going around. It's just a genetic thing, I'm sure. The other wonderful thing I saw at the safari park was a giraffe. Great. <laughs> What else did you see? Oh, you went on the Dodgems with Freddie, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And uh, we queued for hours because there was only five Dodgems actually working. So I was like, don't worry about me. We, I, I don't need to go on. So I took a video and <laughs> Chris was so funny. I quite enjoyed uh, <laughs> quite enjoyed uh, being in that ride. Um, I'll have to post the video of him on the Dodgems because he was loving himself on those dodgems it was it was um, good fun i mean it's yeah. uh, there were two controls go and if you wanted to reverse you had to do a full 360 spin <laughs> there was no brake there was just accelerate you don't need to brake do you when you're bumping into everyone bumping into everyone and it is if you if you really focus on another car in bumper cars and go straight for them it's like a car crash i know it's a horrendous That's, thing why do you think i didn't go on Oh, very good. That's why I'm stiff today, Jen. <laughs> maybe you've, got, maybe you've of... been in a mini car crash. I have. Oh. That's what's happened. <laughs> That's why I'm tired. I'm exhausted from the dodgems. Hey, Chris. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Fred's was little and we were forever hurriedly shoving bits of cucumber and carrot into little plastic food bags before we left the house? Oh, yes, I do. Or throwing packs of unhealthy snacks into the change bag for convenience. Now, what if snacks for your little ones on the run could be simple, enjoyable and educational and kinder to your purse and the planet? Meet Snack and Doodle, the reusable space-saving snack pouches that double as water doodle activity mats. They help to encourage independence and creative learning so that your kiddos can enjoy happy and colourful snack times on repeat. Little ones are just loving this eye-catching reusable food bag with attached aqua doodle mats for colourful and creative play. 
So visit tidytot.com today, where you can find Snack and Doodle and many other amazing bibs and accessories to make your weaning journey easier. Enter code ILYB10 at the checkout to get 10% off. That's tidytot.com and enter code ILYB10. Snack and Doodle. Snacks and fun on the run. So Freddie and I have been watching, well, Freddie and Chris and I have been watching The New Sheldon on Netflix, which oh, is... Oh, Young Sheldon, it's Young called. Sheldon, sorry. That's what it's called. It is so cleverly written. I am just so full of love for that show. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Anyway, um, we were watching an episode last night and it made me think, oh, that's great for Origin of Words. Oh, go on. Hang well, on, I didn't see this one, did I? Sorry, I interrupted your roll the jingle there. It's all right. It you matter. went roll the... Oh, roll the... Roll the jingle. Jen's Origin of Okay, so, do you remember the old saying, night-night, sleep tight? Don't let the bed bugs bite. Of course, because yeah. we still say it to Freddie, of course we do. Yeah. It's well, a bit creepy, actually, isn't it? It did occur to me, why do we say... Well, it occurred to me after I saw Sheldon bring it up in the show. Why, why do we say that? Okay. So, um, according to a blog that I found from the University of Indiana, or Indiana, I don't know which I don't one. think anyone says Indiana. 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 Little, uh, little... <laughs> so, Jen has always said, oh, have you watched Indiana Jones? I was Indiana like, Jones. Uh, who? Well, maybe that's because my mum always called it Indiana. Yeah, she also calls it muesli. <laughs> and she also says plastic, yeah. which, oh. isn't, which isn't the right way to say plastic. <laughs> no, wherever you're from in the world. Exactly. No one says plastic. No, it's just plastic, whether you're posh or not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so according to a blog from the University of Indiana, nice. Jones, as far back as the 16th century, mattresses were held on bed frames using a woven rope design. These ropes needed frequent tightening okay. to ensure a taut, firm mattress for a good night's sleep. Hence the phrase, sleep tight, was born. Right. Where did the, the bugs come in? Well, here we go. At this time, mattresses were often stuffed using straw, shredded corn husks or down feathers from, you know, birds, geese, whatever. Um, so these materials obviously attracted bed bugs. Oh. And so perhaps over time, it's become a common phrase to say, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. However, right. the first recorded use of the phrase sleep tight wasn't until 1866. After the coil spring mattress had been invented and rope beds had dropped out of fashion. So it's actually thought by the university that the late use of this phrase in comparison to the invention of the rope bed must have a, a, another origin as oh, well. Okay. So the second possible origin that they came up with is that it was once used as a wish for good luck because obviously in olden times, people believed that bad spirits lurked in the dark and could cause harm if they were not, you know, dealt with. Dealt with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when someone said sleep tight, they were actually wishing their loved ones a good night's sleep free from harm. Well, that's nice. I mean, I mean, mm. yeah. It's like travel safely. It's but, travel you know, safely. Is that, that, that sort of thing, but oh, when you but go it's to kind bed, of like... You know, travel safely, enjoy the flight, make sure yeah. it doesn't Safe crash. Safe flight, yeah, exactly. You know, Don't bomb. let a demon into your room. Hang on, so good night, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. If they do, 
take a shoe, shoe and knock the blumming things in two. That's what my mum and dad used to say. Right, because that was a bit of a comedy section on the end. Of <laughs> I don't what think was... that was the original. I think that's something. I don't know if anybody else has heard that, but I just think that's kind of. If we said that to Freddie now, so oh, good night. Don't let anything bite you. <laughs> I do say We'd that be like, to him. Ah! I do say that to him every night. Um, I mean, the adverb tightly can also mean safely and soundly, and also in modern language, we often refer to a friendship as being tight. Like no, yeah, we're yeah. tight with each we're other. We're tight, you know. Yes, yeah, so sleeping tight probably refers mostly to being snug and safe, especially from uh, bed bugs or nighttime monsters. Ooh. I do actually have another one. Go on. I've got another origin of words, surprisingly, because I was chatting to my sister today and I said the words, well, I shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth. Ah, this is great. I want to know this and one. I was like, what on earth? What on earth? Where is have that? I got that from? Why on, why on earth? Why is a ho- what is a gift horse? And why shouldn't you stare it in, in the mouth, Jen? Tell us. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell, tell me. you. And why is it a gift horse? Yeah, why is it not just a regular horse? Regular and what horse. is a gift horse? Well, I'm about to tell you, Chris. Wow. So the idiom itself probably stems from the practice of determining a horse's age by looking at its teeth. Okay, okay. So that's how people used to tell the age of a horse, um, you know, inspecting its mouth, basically. It Jen, would... how old am I? <laughs> <laughs> 42. I'm looking at gift Chris in the mouth. Um, <laughs> you can laugh out loud at my jokes. You don't have to just laugh silently in the corner. I was, I was kind of, I was you like... can express it through the okay. medium of sound. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it would be rude to receive a horse for your birthday and then immediately examine its mouth in front of the person who gave it to you as if you were trying to figure out the value of your gift. Ooh. One should not unappreciatively question or inspect a gift too closely. Of course, well, it makes sense now, doesn't it? The idiom is over 1,500 years old and one of the earliest cited examples of this term comes from St. Jerome's Letter to the Ephesians, written in Latin in AD 400. Would you like to give this a go, Chris? How do you think you pronounce that? Uh, well, it's obviously noli equi dentis ispiria donati. I don't think that was bad. Noli equi dentes inspicere donati. Jen, how old am I? I don't know why I'm saying it like that, like it's Italian. I've no how idea. old am I now? This trans... <laughs> Stop it! I'm trying to tell you something. Um, so, noli equidentes inspicere donati translates as never inspect the teeth of a given horse. Right. So, there you go. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, everyone. <laughs> I'm going to go for 52. What? Jen's origin of So that's probably us for today's show. I think it is. Um, I would like to shout out to our good friend Richard Fleishman, who's a big fan of the show. He is. Uh, I'm going to ask him, by the way, whether he wants to come on the show. Oh, come on, Richard. Come you on, know Richard. We'd come love on the show. Su- Why are we shouting him out? Uh, because I don't know. Just wanted to. <laughs> I just, I just thought. <laughs> that's a bit of a ridiculous one, isn't it? Right. Okay. Shout out. Uh, why? Don't know. Because <laughs> he's a ledge. He is a ledge. I thought you've got something to tell us about him, like... No, anyway. I'm doing a little bit of manifesting. I'm saying, yeah. right, he's going to come on the show. He yeah, loves the yeah. show. I love that he loves the show. Yeah, it's brilliant. And more and more, we are 
getting more and more listeners every week, which is kind of, I don't know why it surprises me. It only, I'll tell you why. It surprises mm-hmm. me because we don't advertise it at all. No, we don't. We, we just literally... do the social meds. But it's a slow burner, but all you wonderful people are still tuning in, so we love you for I'm it. liking... I, I'm, Thank you for supporting us. I'm liking our core group very, very much. I am uh, too. But... Um, I want to give a little shout out to Laura Jarrell. Yeah. I tell you why, because she always comments every week on everything we do, and she's such a sweetheart. So sweet, and we don't know her. No, but she's lovely. She's an amazing photographer. She photographs live concerts and musicians and things as well. She's brilliant. Very good. Mm. Oh, lovely. Yes, thank you, Laura. I've got your email as well, and I'm sorry we haven't covered it yet. Are you now having like a private chat with Laura Laura on the on the show here? (laughs) I mean, there's there's a shout out, and then there's a. So, how have you been? Okay, so let's do an ending now. Let, right, let's let, let, right, is, right, let, right. So Jen, do, Jenny and I have decided we're going to do an ending. We're going to do an ending have now. You got, anything, you got anything poignant for the ending? Baboons have weird asses. Yes, they do. We'll see you next week, everyone. Love you. Goodbye. How well do I look with my teeth? Like seriously, if come you, on, then, let's have a look. Well, I think most of you looks about 42, apart from that one tooth on the bottom left, which is still your baby one. I've still got a baby tooth. You've still got a baby tooth. Every single time I go to the dentist, they go, oh. oh." I'm just going to say, well, you've got a small tooth, but be grateful you haven't got a baboon's ass. Yeah. Well, don't look a baboon's ass in the mouth. (laughs) Don't look a baboon's ass in the face. (laughs) What? Don't look a gift baboon in the arse. Don't look a gift arse in the baboon's face. Don't look a gift baboon in the face. Are we out? I think we're out.